This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, uh, since we're pretty close to 4th of July, yeah, you guys doing anything special? We're going to let freedom ring. Yeah. That's about it. That's all my, pa- that's all my plans. <laughs> Other than that, now I'm just going to come to church Sunday and kick it. Oh, my buddy actually asked me uh, if, I, if, if I wanted to go fishing with him and his dad at Salimony, so I, I think Saturday we're going to gonna do that unless i have unless ashley has plans but mm. other than that no we're kick it. how about you guys yeah i think we're <coughs> we'll see i'm not sure exactly what we're all doing this this weekend or whatever but my sister had invited us to to go to a fireworks show that cool up by their place or whatever speaking of fireworks if you guys notice this yeah. flickering here it's it's not fireworks it's the the light bulbs in the in the overhead yeah. fan. So. so if by chance this video hurts your eyes or your head or, or whatever, you can listen to us on Spotify um, or just look away as we're talking. I'd probably do that anyway. Yeah. yeah that's all um, right. So yeah, the lights are flickering in here. Um, no, don't really know why, but yeah, we'll work through it. Yeah, um, might distract us here or there. Yeah, but it's not going to stop us from getting you guys the best biblical content and conversation <laughs> yeah. this side of yeah. the Mississippi. This so. side of the Mississippi. What side of Mississippi are we on? East side. Okay, just making sure. North east side. Sure. I don't know if you knew yeah. your direction. I don't. I was a guess. Yeah. I had a twenty-five percent chance. <laughs> so on this week's episode, we're talking about freedom. Yep. Um, freedom in Christ specifically, because yeah. yeah. there's no other freedom That's but right. freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. Really, um, can seem like we're free. Yep. Can seem like we're doing good, but without Christ, we're not really free. We're not. And we'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about what true freedom is. Yep. Um, we'll talk about how we can live like we're free. Yeah. You know, God's kind of freed us. Um, from from sin, yep. But he kind of expects a few things he, out of us. He does, um, and, and rightfully so. Um, but Phil, and it's been a while since we took kind of took a little break yeah. Um, yeah. for one episode just mm-hmm. to to kind of um, unwind, relax. Yeah. I know you were busy at work. All, yeah. lots of a lot of stuff going on. So just tell me what's been going on in your life. Well, I was working a split shift uh, from noon to eight shift uh, in in the month of June, helping out my second shift guys. You know, they're short. It's probably the story of the world is everyone can't have enough helpers. There's not enough help or going around. Um, so they've had two people for the past, golly, year. Mm. And they said, we need help. We need training. We need this. And I said, I can do that. So um, that's been about it. I hurt my back pretty bad. Uh couple weeks ago but I'm feeling good Luke actually prayed for me Sunday yeah. and I was awesome. jacked up and Monday comes around minimal pain today even better awesome. so I think that uh, you know I thank God and praise God for that because I believe that's what that's what I, what I needed and it was yeah, feeling good so busy with uh, work and and uh, you know pain but it's subsiding so Getting ready to preach again too, so I think uh, July thirteenth is my mm-hmm. next date. So it's Wednesday, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. So I know you guys have been staying busy too, Savannah, yeah. especially with VBS. Um, and- so that that week that we were we were out, um, we went on vacation. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why we kind of took a break. We went on vacation, went to Charleston, South Carolina, and um, it was hot as it was here in Indiana. Um, but we we had fun. We we learned a lot of different things and ate a lot of good food and yeah, good. Um, you know, it's kind of a different one. A lot a lot of our uh, vacations, uh, we hike. This was like the opposite of that, really. Um, which so it wasn't really our favorite vacation, yeah. but we were still able to relax and, and kind of unwind. And then yeah, now we're in crunch time mode, and uh, we have VBS and. Um, so both of us, my wife, your wife, you know, work all day and then you mm-hmm. come here and, um, get to run around with some yeah. kids and, 
make a couple kids laugh hopefully yeah. every now and then and um it's it's a blast but it makes for long days it does it yeah does. but but honestly i can't think anything better than to to do things like this yeah um even even when it's hard or it's painful or all those things it's always kind of it's always a joy even though it's a hard work yeah to to do vbs mm-hmm. and, and get to speak jesus into the lives of little kids right um and i think that's a huge blessing mm-hmm. to get to do even even when it does when the days get pretty long mm-hmm. um for sure so again freedom yeah freedom what's freedom yeah. well i guess the the webster's dictionary of freedom and i don't know if it is or not but uh is basically the ability to act or speak in a manner that is not Constricting, you're not restrained by anything. You're you're free to do so, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it may be. Um, but in a biblical sense, it is free from sin, free from anxiety, free from worry, free from all of these things that we carry uh, around on a day to day basis. And you said earlier, there's nothing better than it. So freedom in Christ is the the epitome of the word. You know, yeah, we're free in this country. We're free to act however we want. We, you know, we're free to do what, do what we will. But without that freedom in Christ, we're not really. Mm-hmm. We're in bondage to something. And even as Christians, we can stay in bondage. Yeah. But we have that freedom option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe that's why the Bible tells us to die to ourselves daily, so that we can get out of that bondage. You know, deny those things. But we'll save that for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, later. But that's what freedom is. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, people. I think people really they strive for freedom, they want freedom, mm-hmm. but but sometimes you know we think we're free but we're actually not. Yeah. You know, it can feel like we're free. It can feel like, you know, because you're able to do anything you want to do. Yeah. It might feel like you're free, but as we, you know, we'll look at here in a little bit and in just in general what the Bible talks about is we're not Mm-hmm. We're not free. We're we're a slave to this or that, and bondage to yeah. to all sorts of different things that that keep us from living the way that God purposed us for, yeah. made us for, created mm-hmm. us for. Um, and this is why Jesus Christ came into world the world to free us to be able to live for the purpose that God made, created yeah. for yes. us. Um, and and obviously he paid with his life mm-hmm. so that we can have freedom and that's something that even as we as we even kind of talk about you know July Fourth and, and our freedom here in America and those types of things independence it always costs something it does typically at least freedom costs something and 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 praise the Lord for soldiers that fight to protect and and those types of things. Um, because we're able to talk about Christ mm-hmm. on this podcast yeah. without the fear of uh, censorship, yeah, or retaliation, whatever. Really? Yeah. Um, so, so God's blessed us in a lot of ways because, as we've talked about previous on the podcast, and and I think most Christians can can pick up a newspaper or, or read, read an article on the internet and know that not everybody gets that opportunity right. without the fear of death or yeah. persecution, jail time, um, thrown out, exiled from their from their home. Um, all sorts of different things. So so I think a lot of times we can take advantage of that freedom here in America yeah. to talk about Jesus, to spread the gospel. That's one way to look at it. But in general, freedom has nothing to do with the idea that 
you can just go about doing everything you want. That's right. And we're not really going to read those passages, but Paul talks about that very thing to the <laughs> Roman church mm-hmm. um, when he talks about grace um, and, and, and things like that. Is You can't call yourself a, a, a partaker in grace if you keep going on sinning over right. and over and over again because mm-hmm. grace would be meaningless. Yeah. You know, it would mean nothing. And your freedom that Christ gives would mean nothing mm-hmm. if all you were to do is to keep living your unpurposed life yeah. rather than the life that God created. Um, so that's like I think that's a good definition of freedom. You know, it is to, to be able to do whatever you want. Yeah. But just because you can do that doesn't mean in doesn't a biblical have, sense yeah. that we're free. But right. I think sometimes we I think we live in a culture that especially here in America where a lot of Christians live that way. Oh, yeah. I got salvation. I got the ticket. Yeah, you know, Christ has given me freedom. Mm-hmm. I can go about doing whatever I want. But that sl- that's being a slave to sin. That sin that creeps into your life when you live that way, wow, holds you back from what God's called you to do. And it does. And you know, you look at the Christians that say, "Oh, I, I have free will. I can do whatever I want." What's the chances that they're living their life for God? Yeah, probably not. Not too high. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with a a guy who. Um, talk just about that he says you know the lifestyle that i'm living the people i'm hanging around with the actions i'm choosing to do i know they're not right Mm -hmm. and he's a believer you know uh and he's doing all the worldly things a a younger kid would do and he said and i and i was talking to him and i said i mean what's what's it gonna take for you to get back he said i don't know what he said i know what i need to do and he said what i'm terrified is of everything that i have Mm. that god's gonna take it from me because i'm not doing what I know I need to be doing. Yeah. And we had a long conversation, but he's still in bondage to those to those worldly things, those lusts, those desires, those selfish wants and needs that that he puts above, mm-hmm. you know, uh, God and what what God wants for him. But I think what and even though he recognizes it, he's not doing anything about it. So how do we get past that? How do we get to the point where he truly is uh, no longer a slave to sin? Yeah. No longer slave to to those old things. You look at the Israelites. We've talked about it before. They wanted to go back mm-hmm. because it was easier, because it was comfortable, because it's what they knew. And regard, even though they were they were free in the wilderness, they didn't they weren't comfortable with it because it was new. It was something that they didn't know. And and though they had their needs provided for them, it wasn't it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where a lot of Christians are at, at least in our culture today. Yeah. I, I hear about them all the time. I, I work with them. And they're saying they're professing the name of Jesus Christ, but living in sin. Mm-hmm. And it's like, guys, girls, what are you doing? So yeah. I, you know, the the definition of freedom, at least in our culture, is very uh, there's a misconception there. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna look at John chapter eight, uh, verses thirty one through thirty six. But just to kind of give you a brief context of what Jesus is talking about, is um, he's talking about true children of God. Mm-hmm. And the Pharisees are kind of pushing back at him a little bit. Hard. Um, and, and he, Jesus so boldly tells them, you're not fathers of Abraham. Yeah, he does, man. He calls You're it children out. of the devil. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's obviously, you know, I'm sure they didn't take that very lightly. <laughs> they were pretty no. upset. No, they didn't. Um, but Jesus, um, the what he talks about in these verses that we're going to read are very powerful when you look yes. at you know, where we were to where Jesus has brought us. Um, and, and it's cool to see that 
that he brings us so far to become children of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Phil, why don't you read verses 31 through 36? Yeah, John chapter 8, verse 31 says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And they answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Verse 34, Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son, therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus says about the matter. What I love it and I hear it all the time is the religious folks says, "Hey, I believe in God. I've read the Bible. I go to church. Mm-hmm. How are you going to tell me that I'm not a son of God? How are you going to tell me that I'm a slave to sin?" And buddy, Jesus don't pull no punches here. <laughs> He says, oh, I understand that. Most surely I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. Yeah. And whoever's a son is of the son. And it's as clear as day. Yeah. But their rebuttal was, no, mm-hmm. that's not true. How do you say that? I'm a descendant of Abraham. And and what's interesting here is that I don't know if they really understood the their texts and their scriptures because... I read the same Old Testament as they did, and everywhere <laughs> the Israelites are, they were in the bondage. Well, they were con- conquered by this person, there, or this, this, yeah. you know, the Babylonians, the Chaldeans, all these people. And it's like, y'all forget where you came from. What yeah. makes you any different than than these old, you know, these Old Testament guys? And what a, yeah, what a bold thing to say, say uh, by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and you see, you know, that, that's such a funny part that I see about this thing because they. And it sort of goes with what we're talking about is this idea that they were so caught up in their physical that Jesus was speaking speaking much much more deeply than yeah you know being sons of Abraham mm-hmm. or so on and so forth. Um, he was talking about the kingdom. He was yeah. talking about his father in heaven, not Abraham. Right. Um, and 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 then they say you know we haven't been <laughs> in bondage or a slave to to sin. How can you t- how can you say that? But then he's. He's, you know, Jesus says that if anyone sin, they're a slave to it. Yep. Um, they're in bondage to it. Um, and that is so true. When you think about your old life before Christ, and you might not have thought you were in bondage to whatever, you know, maybe there was a specific sin. Not everybody's like right. that, but at least for me there was. Um, and you look back like, wow, I was really in bondage to that. Like that was, I was not going to be able to get out of that if it wasn't for Christ setting mm-hmm. me free. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a lot of people that would say that, at least in my own life. Yeah. That if it wasn't for Christ breaking the chains of whatever temptation, sin, whatever they, you know, their flavor was of sin. Yeah. They would have never been able to do it. And I am a, a firm believer that you can actually get rid of something in the physical, but still be in bondage to it I agree. in the spiritual. Yep. Um, Especially, well, I had trouble early on in my Christian walk. Uh, pornography was the big thing. You know, drugs, God took all that away, took any any desire I had to do them, mm-hmm. um, any desire, any of the other bad things that I did. But pornography was different because it was images embedded into my mind. It wasn't just, it wasn't just I don't know, a physical desire. Right. It was a mental desire. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the first year I was still kind of struggling with it. I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want these images. I don't want, right. I don't want the urge to go look at my phone or, or those things. So I kept praying and praying and praying and, and it was difficult and, and it took some time. Um, but eventually 
Christ pulled that away. And then even, this is the cool thing about Christ. Even if those desires come back, he's given me freedom over it. That's so right. all I yep. got to do is ask yep. him to help mm-hmm. me through it, and he'll take it away as long as I follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's happened on more than one occasion. Yeah. Now, man, my, what if I just look at my phone yeah. just for a minute? Yeah. You know, Is it really that bad if it's just one image? Yeah. And God... You know, help me through it. All those different, you know, pray about it, talk to him, and he takes it away. Or open mm-hmm. his word. He takes it away. Yep. Um, and you can't have that without Christ. You can't. And, and the world will push, go to therapy, do this. There's self-help books. And, you know, inherently they're not awful, but they're not the fix. Mm-hmm. They're a quick feel good about yourself, feel better about yourself. Maybe it might help a little bit, but at the end of the day, there's a deep rooted problem and that deep rooted problem can only be uprooted by jesus christ Mm -hmm. and to your point completely without christ it's a quick fix Mm -hmm. it's not permanent um you know those 12-step programs all that things it's it's good but it's not the right fix Mm -hmm. you can ask jeremy Mm -hmm. you know you ask any any addict that's that's experienced the love of christ and salvation through jesus christ about the real fix um and you know i look at those those other programs or those other things that the world's saying that's all they know mm-hmm. you know that's all they know so i don't i don't blame them for trying something but why would you try something that you know is not gonna work mm-hmm. you wouldn't but the world puts their hope in the world and we put our hope in christ and that's why when he tells us in verse 36 therefore if the son makes you free you shall be free indeed there's no if ands or buts it's mm-hmm. this is the absolute truth and these cats didn't like it. Yeah, and see, that's that's my favorite part about this this passage is that last piece that you read was was um, in verse thirty six, which says, "So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed." I love that mm-hmm. word at the end, indeed. Yeah. If you follow Jesus, you'll be okay. Yeah. You'll you can never be led astray if you're following Christ. He'll he will set you free. Mm-hmm. And there's no ifs or ands or buts. If you are following Jesus, it's indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, period. It's indeed. Yeah. And I think that's such a, a relief and assurance and hope, all those different words mm-hmm. you could use there, um, to have. To, because you could easily slip back in if you weren't 100% sure if you are free anyways. But yeah. I think Christ plainly puts, if, if the Son sets you free... Yeah. If Jesus Christ sets you free, mm-hmm. you're free. You, know, you don't have to go back to the old life. You don't have to fall into this temptation or that bondage or, or anything because the Son's already set you free. Um, and that's I right. think that's definitely a huge piece when you're talking about freedom in Christ is not only does He free us when we come to salvation, He washes us white as snow, He yeah. cleans us, um, He removes that stain of sin, but he continues to make us free. He does. And he makes us not just free, but new. In Galatians mm-hmm. 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 6, it says, And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. In verse 7, he says, and this is Paul, Therefore uh, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Mm-hmm. So once we, if if, if the Bible's, if Paul is telling us, and John's telling us that if we're no longer a slave, but a son, and the son sets us free, and he's saying the same thing, then we're not just a son, but an heir mm-hmm. to God through Christ Jesus. So with our new uh, royalty, if we're heirs to the king, 
we ought to act as such, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and and that, you know that's just an amazing piece when you think about this. How powerful the freedom in Christ is, uh, the powerful salvation is. Not only um, do you have a place in e- heaven, but mm-hmm. literally what you're talking, we become co-heirs with Christ. Yeah. You're an heir. You're adopted into the family, and you're not th- you're not thought of as less. Yeah. You're thought of as co-heirs with Christ. You have a place. And in there, in, in the passage that we read in, in John chapter 8, you know, he talks about, you know, a slave has no permanent place in the house, mm-hmm. but a son does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christ has made us sons and daughters of the king. Yeah. Of God. There's a, uh, a hymn, and it's called uh, Family of God. When I was in Bloomington, we always sang was hymns, and it goes, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by his blood. I thought they said, join hands with Jesus as we travel this side. And Ashley was there with me one day. She goes, they're saying joint heirs yeah. with Jesus as we travel this side. And I said, what? She's like, yeah, that's what they're saying. I said, oh, man, I've been singing that hymn wrong for two years now. But, you know, Paul, God's word tells us that we are joint heirs yeah. with with Jesus, and, and I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And and, and that's, what this, that's what the freedom in Christ brings. Not only does it help, because you, there's a part we play in it. Yes. Help us stay free from sin. Yeah. That's a lot of what the freedom in Christ is. The ability, God actually gives us the ability to become righteous, become holy, because um, we can't have that without Christ. Right. Um, but then with the passage you read, he adopts us into the family. Mm-hmm. We're now sons. We're not slaves to, to sin or to the world or, 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 or Satan or, or whoever. No, we're sons and daughters. Yeah. We're sons and daughters in the family of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, a huge blessing, um, especially to someone who might not have a whole lot of freedom in their home. Yeah, Maybe they don't have a good mom or a good mm-hmm. dad or a brother or sister or whatever. But, right. but because of the freedom in Christ and because of what that gives and what that brings, you're now children of God. Mm-hmm. You, you have a good father. Yeah. You know, you have a good brother mm-hmm. in Christ. Right. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, Christ is the Son of God, yeah. so He has the power to give us this freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just some old schmo on the side right. of the road who's yeah. yelling a bunch of crazy things. Yeah. No, this is Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is the Son of God, mm-hmm. um, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, who's saying, "The Son, if the Son sets you free, you're free indeed." Mm-hmm. Um, so you can rest assured that that freedom can't be taken away. Right. Um, that you can have it for I mean, eternity. You look at Paul when he got thrown in jail. He was he was locked up by the world, but he was preaching the gospel. He was leading people to Christ. He was doing all these things. He wasn't. He was. He was a man that was behind bars, but he wasn't in bondage. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and mm-hmm. that's the, that's the perfect picture of though you're locked up, though you have these, though you have these. Pro- if you have Jesus, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's a choice that you have to choose to live like that instead of, I'm going to go back to Egypt like the Israelites. Yeah, and, and I like that you bring up you know, Paul in, in prison and things like that because this is what freedom in Christ looks like. Mm-hmm. You can actually be in bondage. Yeah. You can actually be in chains. Mm-hmm. But if you have freedom in Christ, you can live as if you don't have those yeah. things. Um, so many times, Paul, you know, we see throughout the letters and, and the acts and things like that, where he's preaching, 
where he's singing, rejoicing yeah. in chains, right? In shackles. I don't know very many people that could say the same. Now, you know, not a lot of people I know that have ever been in a spot like that. Right. But when you think about it, that you don't have to fear death. You don't have to fear the consequences of sin. Right. Because Christ has freed you from all that. Um, And I think it's a shame when Christians live like the world, Mm -hmm. when they live as if, you know, Christ never did free them from their old sinful life. Because what a... I don't know what maybe the right word to say, but what a shot in the face to Christ. Yeah. For him to die on the cross for you, to wash you, to free you from sin, the bondage of sin. But you basically say, well, I got his grace, so I can just do whatever I want. What it is is you take a picture of shackles. Someone's shackled up, and the guy, the jailer, holds the key and breaks it off your wrist and he walks away and you you look around and you pick up the chains and you put them in your pocket and you walk off and you want to hold on to them mm. why would you do that they're heavy mm. they're yeah. they're a waste of time they're what kept you chained to something for so long and you're going to hold on to it for what to hang up on your mantle mm. to take home with you to show your friends mm-hmm. hey this is what god pulled me from It's like why do you still have it then Oh, I thought it would look good on my on my mantle. I thought it looked good in my trophy room. I thought, why? Why do you still have it? Why didn't you leave it on the wall where you, where you were freed from it? Mm-hmm. But people pick up the chains and walk with them all the time, yeah. and they and they flaunt them around, saying, "Oh yeah, I'm free, but I still have it. I still like the weight of it. Yeah. I still like the way it looks. It's it's tarnished real nice. It's uh it's got a nice patina, as they call it in the fashion world. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna uh, thanks Ashley for letting me watch HGTV. Yeah. But they hold on to it. Yeah. Why? It's not a decoration. It's not a. It's not something to be proud of. It's not something to, to show everybody. It's it's done. It's there. Leave mm-hmm. it. Move on. Yeah, and 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 I and I like the way that you put that, Phil, because, um, I th- I think that's a great picture. You know, there's, I think I, I I've heard it. You know, you know, Jesus opened the cell, mm-hmm. but you're like, well, as long as the door's open, I'll just relax right. for a while. Right. Um, and, and that's so true and it's so sad because those are the people that are missing out yeah. on what God actually mm-hmm. has for them what God can actually do with them because they're not really they, they've been freed they, they've given that, that, that Christ has given them that freedom to walk out to, to leave but they say well as long as the door's open as long as the chains aren't too tight you know or whatever then I'll just stay for a little while. Yeah. Um, and and you do, God won't use you. you know, I'll just say it, but God will not use you if you're still sitting in the cell, even I, if the door's open. I've talked to, I've, I've had the uh, privilege in, in college to go to some of the, uh, the prisons in Indiana, some of the people, and they had this repeat offender. He was there, and, and people were asking him, you know, why, why do you keep coming back? You know, why do you keep doing the same thing? And he said, well, the real world is tough. Mm-hmm. He said, I know in here that I get three meals a day, and I get a place to sleep. I don't have to work for anything. I don't have to do anything. All I have to do is listen to the jailer, and I, I do my time. And, you know, when I get out, I plan on coming back. Why? Well, mm-hmm. because the real world, you have to get a job. Mm-hmm. You have to provide for yourself. You have to, you know man up and and do what you're supposed to do to have a normal life he said no i'm gonna take the easy way out 
I'm institutionalized, I'm comfortable with this, I like it, all my needs are met, I'd get sick of the same meal every day. I'd get sick of the same people every day. I'd get sick of being incarcerated every day, but he was fine with it. Why? It's what he knew. Mm-hmm. And he said, when I get out, I'm coming back because it's easier here. Yeah. And, and it is obviously, you know, with that, that idea, you know, there are a lot of people who Christ is calling them to accept that gift of freedom. Yeah. But they're too afraid to actually to move or to, to mm-hmm. accept it because mm-hmm. they're going it's going to change their world yeah it's going to change their it whole is. life mm-hmm. um, for all of eternity and sometimes um even even with the promise of eternal life yeah. the promise of heaven mm-hmm. sometimes that's not enough for right. people because they're afraid of what it's going to do to their life now in mm-hmm. the temporal but but they forget what you know what it can actually do for mm-hmm. the eternal, because yeah. um, we put a lot of stake obviously in the life that we live here when yeah. there's so much more life to live when we're gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 that's just always a good perspective. But but since Christ has freed us, Phil, yeah, He's given us salvation. We're no longer a slave to sin anymore. Mm-hmm. We're no longer in bondage to sin, even though we can step into that even as believers. Um, but He's given us that freedom um, to not to not to live like that. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? Maintain it. Die to ourselves daily. Learn. Grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Mm-hmm. Conform to His image. You know, there's so many things, but there, and there's processes mm-hmm. to, to do it, and there's steps to do it. Um, but first, got to learn what He wants. you got to learn who He is. Then you got to start conforming to His image. And, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is dying to ourselves, crucifying ourselves. Yeah. Our, our wants, our needs, our, our old school ways of doing things. And Galatians 2 paints it. I think Galatians 2.20 tells us we crucify, if we're crucified in Christ, then we're His, we're new. And we are supposed to maintain the walk. When, when we have those thoughts pop up, hey, God, help me out with it. Push it to the side. And it was a process for you. So it, it, you said the first year, it was, it was tough. It took a while. It was tough. Mm-hmm. And then after that, after you got the urge to stop looking at, mm-hmm. okay, then now I got to get the the mental aspect of it out, and you you pushed on, and, and God helped you through yeah. it. So, uh, but yeah, we're called if we're if we're new creations in Christ, we need to act new, we need to think new, we need to be new, we need to renew everything that we, or, or get rid of everything that we had learned, and start purging that those old bad sinful habits out, and and focusing on Christ. And if we're reading the truth, God's word, it's kind of hard for those things to get in. Yeah. You know, if we're focused on, uh, I think Ashley was telling me that she went to a, a woman's conference, and uh, I think it was Ashley, my memory of what it used to be, but she went to a woman's conference, and the lady was saying, you know, if you are watching an hour of, of TV, you got to read two hours to get caught up, you know, fill your mind with, with truth, mm-hmm. you know, or if you're watching a, a, a worldly show that's ta- doing all these cuss words and all that stuff, she's like, you gotta you got to get back on god's word and what he wants for you you know you got to make up for it Mm -hmm. because you're filling your mind with random things thoughtless things uh sinful things and there's no sinful things in god's word yeah there's sinful people Mm -hmm. but it's it's a perfect pure true word and we can learn from it and uh you know as as new as believers in christ and freedom and having freedom in christ we ought to act like we have freedom and america will tell you do what you want. The world will tell you to do what you want, but God's word has some rules and some things that we need to be following, some things that we need to cut out and purge out. 
Um, but we got to maintain our walk with the Lord. First, mm. we got to figure out how to walk with the Lord, and then we got to maintain it. Yeah. Um, you know, with the idea of God's word and the truth, you know, there in that passage that we read, you know, the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. And who's the truth? That's Jesus. Right. Um, but also, it's his word. Yeah. It says, follow me, learn from me, you know. Um, teach people the things I taught you. Yep. Make disciples of, of, of all nations. All the, the all those types of things we're called to do, um, but we can't do them without the truth. Mm-hmm. We can't. I can never give. I can never give you better advice than what the Word of God right. can. It just can't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too. It it's it's so perfect for teaching us, um, for training us, for for all those different things. Yeah. Um, that the Word talks about why why we should read it um but i had done a message uh, my last message on uh pleasing the lord um what you should do um how you should do it um and and there's it's it's this attitude of letting god sanctify you yeah letting god make you right because we know we're messed up we know we ain't gonna get it right all the time but having an attitude of God, whatever you want to do with me, whatever you need to clean from me, I'm willing to let you mm. do it. Um, and then Christ begins to sanctify you more and more every day, maintaining your walk. When you're maintaining your walk, God is sanctifying you more and more um, every single day, as long as you let him. And that's yeah, the yeah, idea. You yeah. have to be willing to let him. But but there's also a gratitude in pleasing the Lord. There is. You have you, you, the reason why we please the Lord is because we're grateful. Because He's given us this freedom. What should you do now? Praise Him for it. Mm-hmm. Because in the midst of praise, um, you know, you you tend to live a happier life. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's going to just solve right. all your problems. Right. I wish it would be that easy, um, but that's not the world we live in. Right. Unfortunately, um, we can have all the freedom in life, but there's a lot of people who are truly free people can do whatever they want to do have enough money to do whatever but wow are they some of the most miserable people yeah why because they probably never experienced the freedom in christ yeah because that's what brings true joy in your life Mm -hmm. Um, that's what actually can help you through life yeah um and that's so true so so those are the types of things you got to do now you have to maintain your walk um because you know as you know a lot of times you know it's said is you can you know spend years and years building something up and then a day you can lose all yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. In your walk, it's very similar with Christ. Yeah. You know, it can, like I said, you know that the the thing I had early on in my Christian life with pornography, all it takes is one. All it takes is looking at it one more time. All all it would take is me opening up my phone, getting on whatever website, yeah. and looking at it to me to to. To remove a lot of the things that Christ has already cleaned yeah. me from, helped me from, helped mm-hmm. me get through, helped me conquer, all those different things. It would take one moment. But when you're maintaining your walk, when you're reading your word, when you're mm-hmm. praying, you're so much more likely not to fall into the trap of yeah. sin. Um, and I think that's great advice because that's what the word of God says. Mm-hmm. Remain in the spirit. Yeah. Don't remain in the flesh. Yeah. And that's one of the verses I read when I when I did... Um, there in Romans chapter 8 where it literally talks about if you live in the realm of the flesh it's displeasing to God God's not pleased with us when we live in sin God's not pleased with us when we uh, don't do what he's called us to do when we seek God's will, when we pursue, when we when we we strive to do what God wants, he's pleased with us 
Um, and that's what it means to really live in the freedom of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, not, it's not a, there are rules, yeah. you know, to help us, not mm-hmm. to, to say if you don't meet these, then um, sorry about your luck, other yeah. than you need a relationship right, with Jesus right. Christ. But it's all about, you know, it's not a set of rules that you got to live by for, for you to get into heaven. It's not, Christ came to, he, he, he fulfilled all that. Yeah. He fulfilled the whole law so that mm-hmm. freedom can reign. Freedom can be the thing that, that we live in. Not our own freedom, mm-hmm. but freedom in Christ. That's right. Um, so, so my final thought here is just live like you've been made free. Yeah. Live like God has actually freed you from the bondage. And if you're living in the midst of sin, know that God's going to have some words with you. Yeah. That he wants you to, to, to get it right with him. Yeah. You, you got to confess. Yeah. You got to ask for forgiveness. You got to repent. You got to do whatever you got to do so that God can actually use you. Yeah. Because without, without God removing the sin of your life, He's not going to use you for mighty things. He's no. going to want to deal with that sin. He's going to yeah. want to deal with whatever you're struggling with mm-hmm. before he's like, here, do something that, you know, I can only do yeah. through you. Right. God's holy. Mm-hmm. He says, be holy for I am holy. Yeah. But you can't do that without Christ. Right. So do it with Christ. Mm-hmm. That's my final yeah. thought. Phil, what's your final thought? Leave them shackles alone. Once they're off, don't look back. Don't pick them up. Move on from them. Leave them where God leave them where God took them off. Mm-hmm. And don't go back that way. It ain't gonna be worth it. Absolutely. And if you do go back, you know what to expect. That's my absolutely. Point. Yeah. So, so our weekly verse this week is John eight thirty six, which says, "The Son sets you free. You are free, free indeed. indeed." Yes, sir. Amen. Um, so that concludes our episode for this week. Um, if you like this episode, you can subscribe, you can share it with somebody, whatever um, you want to do. That would be a blessing to us. Um, if you have an episode that you would like to hear, a topic, um, maybe a guest that you would think would be cool um, for the podcast, you can comment down below. You can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith. See you guys. <laughs>